0: Well, welcome everybody, and last week's message was on, just in case you forgot, because so often we forget about how good God is, don't we? I mean, we we wouldn't really say that out loud, but sometimes, because when I'm talking to people and I'm hearing all the complaints, obviously they forgot how good God is, right? You know, and I'm thinking if they were praying as much as they were complaining, they would have already seen the miracle, right? And yes, I'm talking to me first, so it, it, it applies all the way across the board. But today we're going to get underway, and I want to know who's excited about being here on a Sunday. I mean, it gotta be somebody excited about being here on a Sunday. Yeah, Woo! yeah, yeah. that's what I'm talking about. Are you excited? I'm excited. You excited? Yeah. See, Tim's praise excited. Lord. Why are you excited? You got the praise band over here, they're going. I mean, just singing and praising. You got the drums going, man. I just, I'm, I'm into it. I'm into it. I got, my GPS. That perfect standard right here. Woo! Yeah. You better. Here to I'm glad you say Hey, you know what? I was thinking because you're so excited and stuff, maybe that, that'll carry on to Tuesday. You know, we got a Bible study on Tuesday, kind of small group. Get together, learn more about each other, learn more about the Bible, you know, kind of fellowship. Well, I mean, you know, I'm not chicken. I share my faith. Yeah. Uh, but I do that on, on Facebook. So you do it on Facebook? I put out videos and I post good. But you know what? The whole thing about today's message is we're talking about taking it from Sunday and all through our week. Not just some days, but every day. So that's cool. Matter of fact, I'm thinking about next Saturday. I don't know. I know you got that new truck and everything. So I thought maybe since you've been blessed with that, maybe you can help one of the families. Uh, we're going to be moving next week. Uh, next, Saturday. next Saturday? Next Saturday. Yeah, uh, well, <laughs> I, mean, I kind of broke my back. <laughs> we can pray for that, bro. Yeah, well, I <laughs> There must have been something. They're not here either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not riding with them. They're out today. day. But, you know, gas is kind of expensive. What would you say? Gas is kind of expensive. Gas is kind of expensive. you know, you touch, you know up, I don't give a truck, you know, scrapped <laughs> up. Yeah, that's
1: good.
0: Uh, okay. Well, man, I'll tell you what. I, have a, I appreciate you sharing. Um, think about it. Pray about it this week, man. I appreciate you coming. Is, uh, that, is that a new necklace there, man, too? Yeah, you know I got that. I got that to Christian Blue. That's good, that's man, let me see it body, man, Then you're shining, huh? that's good, all right, man, <laughs> hey, yeah. Hey, hey, I exciting, that's good stuff, you know, I can tell you because it's so much more than Sunday and everything, but that, that's really good, he's all excited about that, and, uh, you know, so today I hope that we just kind of focus, kind of focus in on what we got here, hey, buddy, how you doing, Thomas, we're getting ready to start, we're getting ready to start the message, keep going, won't you know, it's, it's kind of, you know, last week you kind of, like, Mr. Tim, I mean, he's all excited. What's going, going on today? Everything okay? I'm just texting you to MJ and <laughs> We had that game and stuff, and Jamie won, and we lost, so I mean, they got a trash talk, so right. I got to get him back for it. Yeah, so. um, well, I, I'll tell you what, how about if we uh, go ahead and jump on into the message and stuff, is that right? I'm not really feeling it today. <laughs> it's, 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 not, it's not about a feeling, man, it's about faith, bro. I mean, you know, that deep-rooted joy in Jesus, sometimes we just gotta pull it on in there. You know what I'm saying? I'm over here. I'm over here. Yeah, yeah so uh, so we're gonna focus on that, all right? And we'll get ready. You don't mind if I get started there? Just, <laughs> just long enough. Give the guys a hand. Okay, bro. Kind of sprung that on them earlier today, but they did good, didn't they? Mm. That's good. But you know, really, we laugh about that, but sometimes if we can kind of peel back a layer, probably not too far from the truth on some sometimes, is it? You know, but today we're going to be talking about everyday Jesus. Amen. And I think one of the biggest concerns I see in the church body and stuff today is that we separate our Christian walk from our secular walk. Man, it got quiet. Isn't that something? Because, man, we're here. Yeah, man, I'm ready. I'm out, man. This is awesome, man. I got Bible, and we're up front and everything, you know, and everything like this. And you get in the car and argue all the way home sometimes. You didn't know we were following you, did you? <laughs> they must just be really excited. We're going back and forth. Yes, I love you too, you know. <laughs> but, you know, hey, the truth is, you know, we all are a work in progress and things like that. But you know what? I pray today that we look at three things. Actually, four. I slipped the extra one in there after I was praying about. It. But we're looking at Sundays, and we're looking at Sundays, and we're looking at every day. And, and that's the thing that I see, that Christ is not divided. We just don't pick and choose out of the, the Bible menu. It's all. It's the whole thing. And so I hope as we study God's word today, we pull that out and then we apply it in our lives over and over, all right? So let's take a look at this. We're going to break this down a little bit. And today our scripture is in Colossians 3.17. And it says, and whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God. The Father through him. And mean, we can read that real fast and go, okay, I got it, I got it. But let's kind of look at it real close. It says, and whatever you do, whether you're etching glass, singing songs, whatever it is, right, bro? whatever. Do it like you're doing it for the Lord, man. Because you know what? That's that's what it's all about. It's about a heart condition. If we're baking cookies, do it for the name of Jesus, you know? And I don't mean you've got to be going, oh, praise God. Flipping the, the you know, the... Ahoy's, but I'm just saying it's a, it's a heart, you know, it's a heart condition. And you know what? You just don't know how you might impact somebody else's life when you, when you're doing things like that, because you know what? We want to be a mirror of Christ all the time. And I love this. And it says, whether in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We're representative of Christ. If you put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ and you're a believer, God says, you know what? You are mine and I'm yours. You're sealed with the spirit. And so you know what? We want to reflect Him well. We want to be a mirror of Christ, right? And I know sometimes we miss the mark, but I want you to hear this. If we miss the mark, because I know I do sometimes, get back in the game. Say, Lord, forgive me and put me back in the game. Amen? So that's kind of where we're launching off from today. If you guys got your hand out, we're going to have a lot of cool things to take some notes. All right? So everybody doing good? Say amen, amen. Amen. Well, first I wanted to talk about Sunday. What do we think about on Sundays? I'm going to pull some of this. Sundays today we come together to worship. Now, we know that it doesn't just stop here. It should be every day, but this is a day that we come together as a church family, as a church body, and worship together and praise God, right? So what else? We praise the Lord. Lift our hands, lift our hearts, and and you know, a lot of times, hey, just because you're not lifting your hand or snapping, it's all about your heart condition. I always go about the heart condition. Everybody worships different ways, but the thing is to get our minds and hearts wrapped around the goodness of God and thanking him for what he does because he's worthy, right? We get to focus on the message, right? We want to focus on the message, but not only that, we want to apply the message, right? We want to apply the message to our lives. That's one of the things people say, well, what, what type of preaching do you do? I go, Out of the Bible. That's what I do. But, you know, and it's funny, and I'll tell you a story later on about that, because a lot of times people, they ask, I, I way back, we were talking about doing something at church, and they said, do you all use the Bible? I'm thinking, yes, we do. What's scary is if somebody asks you that. Where have you been going? You know? And that's why we always, always I call it a word anchor. When we're talking, I said, Boom, this is the scripture I'm talking about. Boom, let's take this. That's why we write it down because I want you to be able to take it with you and apply it in your lives, right? Immediately, you know? And not just on Sundays or Sundays, but every day, amen? So we want to read the word. We focus on the message and read the word. Why? Because the Bible tells us that don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. We renew our mind with the word of God. We start seeing things through the lens of the Lord. So when we start looking at stuff and people, I, I know for me, I used to be a real hothead, you know? Oh, man, I can't really, ah, Like this. And now I'm kind of mellowing out, you know? I tell you, about five or six, eight years of karate, that will mellow you out. Because <laughs> they won't always let you win. They'll, they'll help you with mellowing out, right? But I tell you something that's even better than that and don't get any bruises. Just read the word of God. And he starts showing us things in our life. And we start changing from the inside out. And we start looking. It's like, you know, maybe something else is going on in a person's life. Maybe it's not just the way I see it. Maybe I need to be praying about that situation. So we don't want to jump to conclusions. We want to jump into the word of God and ask God to give us the leadership, God to give us the discipleship and the words of wisdom and discernment before we respond, amen? So we got to read his word. Why? The Bible says in Romans 10, 17 that faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. So when I'm reading, I read out loud so I can hear it, I'm thinking about it, and so I'm getting a double double dose because you know what? I want all that God has for me. So I want to encourage you to read the word of God, amen? People think, well, I don't have that much time. You know what? They got audio Bible stuff you can put in your car. You got MP3s, all that stuff. There's really no reason in in where we live today that we can't take time to feed on the Word of God, amen? I'm thinking about feeding on the Word of God. We don't miss many meals. I know I don't. So the the Bible is the buffet of God's Word. Dig into it, amen? We grow our faith. When we come here, we have the opportunity to, to say, well, What's going on in our lives? How does it line up with what God's doing? And then we make the adjustments in our life to mirror that of Christ. But not only that, maybe there's somebody sitting beside you. You know what? That might have something going on. Sometimes it's just being an ear. Sometimes it might just be a smile, whatever it is. But God can use you right where you are with whatever you do to impact lives for Christ every day, not just on Sunday. Apply the truth that we learn. Apply the truth that we learn. Man, that's, that's hard sometimes, isn't it? Because sometimes we've got to roll up those sleeves of faith. And we go, yeah, I know it sounds good on Sunday, but man, my team lost Sunday night. I mean, how does that look up against the backdrop of Monday? How does your attitude and actions on Sunday play out through the week? You know? And that's why we have it on Tuesday. Because by Tuesday, we need to get another dose, don't we, right? On our Bible study. I'm just teasing. We need Jesus every day in everything we do. But I do want to encourage you guys anytime to come. That's a great time. We're doing some amazing studies. And it's good that we can just kind of break the word down and share what's going on. So what else do we got? Now, before I get too far, I want to make sure I think I can click too. I got a little click happy. But I wanted to talk a little bit about this. When we come on Sundays, we know it's an exciting time. It should be. I hope so. We try to mix it up. That's why nobody sits in the front row, guys. Because I'm always doing something. gonna hey, It's too close. You know? Lighting stuff on fire, different things. You'll have to come back and see what's going on next week. But, you know, it's always an exciting time, and it should be a blessing. Yeah. Oh, she's saying, <laughs> stop, yeah, drop, and rolling. roll, baby. It's hard. <laughs> stop, <laughs> drop, <driving> and roll. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But, you know, all the time, there's stuff that we can do. And like I said, so how does Sunday look up against the backdrop of Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and the rest of the week? And that's a big thing. So many times, you know, Friday night gets here. We forget we ever even cracked your Bible, you know? I'm not saying you can't have any fun. I'm not saying any of those things. I'm not talking about the don'ts. I'm talking about the do's. Do invest in the things of God. Do spend time with the word of God. Do let God work on your heart. Amen? And he'll take care of the rest. We're not here to point fingers. We're here to love you where you are. But the only thing I'm going to point is to Jesus. All right? I'm going to point you to Jesus. Right? So when we look at that, you say, yeah, but how do we do that? A bite at a time. A verse at a time. A day at a time. A prayer at a time. You know? Although when we give our life to the Lord, we're saved, we're secure in Him. But maturing in what we have takes a little time, takes a little investment. Just because you got your, your license, right? Doesn't mean you're, you're Mario Andretti guy, Richard Petty. You learn things as you go. Spend a little time behind the wheel, right? Well, that's what I want to say about this. Studying the Word of God, spending time in the Word of God, God will transform our heart and show us greater things. Amen. I think about this. It's even like the gym. How many know they got a new gym out there? The 24-hour gym. We have no excuses now. Can't say I get off work too late or anything else. I'm still looking for an excuse. But anyway, uh, you know, I think about the gym analogy. You know, you don't go in there and, and grab 315 pounds. and just, I don't, you know. I will tell you a story. When I was young, how many of y'all remember when you got your first weight set gas? Like it was the 110-pound concrete weights with the plastic over them. And your mom said, don't drop that on the floor. You know, you'll, you'll bend up something. So we had mine set up in the den. I'm thinking, that ain't that heavy. Of course, I had to get my dad to help me get it in the house, right? But I'm thinking, no, I can lift that, man. You know, so I got all that stuff on there. And I, I'm on that bench. Ooh! Sound <laughs> like a little bird Mom! 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 I was like, oh, this is not good. So my mom does hear me, and she comes down. Ruthie, baby, she ain't scary. She grabs one side of it. Not a good plan. Uh, No, 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 no. No. I'm like this now. Everything's twisted. I'm going to get your dad. Okay. Good. All right. My dad comes down my dad. Boy. What are you doing? You know? I'm thinking, I'm never going to do like that again. Right? So about two weeks later, I got up to 80 pounds. That was too much. So I'm like, I am not calling my mom. I, my dad's not even home, right? So I rolled it down my body, man. That is not good. And the time it got to your shin bones, man, let me tell you, you got strength. You got strong, man. I you, oh, my gosh. But you know, sometimes I'm, I'm tying that back in. You can't do it all at once, right? God did it all for every one of us. We claim that promise and then we <clears throat> work it out in him. Salvation is secure. I'm talking about maturing in what God has for us. Amen? That's what I want us to take away today. So how does our attitude... Go from Sunday on into the week. Let's take a look at that. You know, Thomas was actually illustrating in his little part of the skit, the some days. Some days we just, we just, I don't know. I'm not really feeling it. So look what happens. Some days, we're just distracted. Things of the world can start sneaking in on you, you know? You start thinking about this, you start thinking about what somebody said at work, name it, fill in the blank, you can get distracted. And the next thing you know, we focus so much on the problem That we've allowed the problem to get this big. And in our minds, we're letting the problem solver shrink. Well, God's not shrinking. God's still in the miracle business. God's still in the healing business. God's still in the restoration business. Amen. That's the God we serve, a living God. So don't get distracted. Well, when we do get distracted, that's why it's good to have a buddy. Have somebody to talk to that's plugged in in the faith that can encourage you. Accountability. Amen. So that's good to have somebody we can reach out to. But ultimately, we want to reach out to the Lord. But you know what? He might use Bill, right? He might use Barbara in that, in that minute, amen? So be available to things, all right? Now, so many times, have y'all ever seen this in your life? Or is it only me? We get ruled by our emotions. We get, man, we get cranked up. We get all, the, man, we let the emotions drive the bus. I cannot believe they did that. I cannot believe they said that. And the next thing you know, man, you are way, way over there. You don't believe me? Go to a little league football game. Yeah. Huh? I'm telling you, Now I will say man, our guys on the coast, They've been really cool But we went a couple of weeks ago And I might have shared this it on the tape I was sitting there and we were waiting for our game And we were on the other side And uh, all of a sudden I seen like this 40 yard line marker go Poof! I was like, wow, what's going on over there? Then he was at the 30, poof! I said, that's getting closer And I see a hat, boom And I hear all this stuff I thought, I thought I was at Hoss's Deli What's going on, man? What is all this talking? You know, I said, I ain't heard it in a long time And I'm going That's the coach. Ah, man, you know what? I told Denise, I said, if I ever act like that, take me down. You know what I mean? Because I have acted like that before. I'm not saying I hadn't, but I don't want to represent Christ like that. And you know, sometimes our emotion gets the best of us. And I'm sure the guy was just so involved in different things like that. I'm not trying to beat him down, but looking on the outside and you see that, you go, oh, man, not good. Well, there's a lot of times in our life that we don't respond correctly. But I want to tell you the good news is when we turn back to God and say, God, you know, forgive me for this. I need, I need some restoration here. God says, you know what? You'll take that and bring peace in your life. And you know what? You might want to bring your a salt shaker because you might have to eat some crow, right? You guys say, man, I'm sorry. And go back and, and, and try to make things right. But I want to tell you that, you know, if we're feeding on the word of God, those incidents are going to be less and less and less. Amen? Let's see what else we got here. Man. Sometimes we're just exhausted. The world has just beat us down, task after task, right? Anybody got a list? Anybody get a list? Husbands, do not raise your hand. You say, all the ladies, I got a list. Now, I all the ladies, how many got a list for their husbands? I knew you was going to put it up. Like, I knew Denise like, yeah, and it's going to start at about 1 o'clock. No, and lists are good things. Lists are good things. But sometimes, you know, there's so many things that we put on our list that probably, is it really that important? Is it really, is God at the top of your list? That's all I'm saying. You know, if we start our day with God, spend our day with God, and end our day with God, we're going to see that God prioritizes things in our life, and He will strengthen us. And I don't know how He does it, because He's just that much God. He will multiply your time. Have you ever seen that? I are like, oh, no way I can do this. But you know what? Lord, I'm going to take a little bit of time and just focus on what you said to set the whole pace. And you know what? From that, you'll be surprised what God will do. Amen? Well, sometimes, right? Some days we think we have all the time in the world left. We kind of procrastinate and everything else. But I am going to tell you what. I had an experience this week that ties into this. And I was thinking last night when I was preaching to the couch, uh, like I do every Saturday night, go through this thing because I want it to be the best that it can be for you guys. And the best that it can be is if I'm listening to God. It's not about me. It's what God's bringing forth. And I thought about that, you know. And last week, we went to Chick-fil-A, which we do all. And Denise met and me and Jesse were there, and I go and I open the door, and there was a young guy on a walker coming out. And there was another gentleman behind him. And I said, come on, come on out, buddy. He said, well, I'm going kind of slow. I said, hey, no problem. I said, take it a step at a time. I think you're doing great. And when the guy walked by, I noticed the shirt. And it was a NASA shirt, and that's where I work at during the week. And I thought, I think I know that guy. I haven't seen that guy in a long time. This is a young man that's, that's going through some tough stuff. And immediately, I'm just thinking, man, Lord, I don't know what, what he's dealing with, but Lord, touch his body. And so we came in, and we sat down, and we were talking. It's like, I believe that's a guy we know from such and such. I said, I don't know what's going on, man, but Lord, you know, working his life. Well, I go up to the line, and the other guy that was helping him came in. And I said, hey, man, I said, your buddy sure looks familiar. He goes, uh, yeah, he said, that's my brother. I said, oh, uh. I said, does he work such and such? He goes, yeah, he sure does. And he goes, um, I said, that's where I work at. I thought I've seen him out and about. And uh he said, Yeah. And we're talking a little bit. He said, I'm just down to help out a little bit. You know what he said next? He said, You go to church, don't you? I said, Yeah, I do. He said, I told my brother you guys were Christians. I told you, you were believers. Right? That's pretty amazing, right? I'm not lifting us up, but I'm gonna tell you what when, when you see some of the attributes of everyday Jesus and you're used to seeing you're saying Something's different. That should be something different about us. So I talked to him a little bit, and he told me, he says, my brother has left less than a year to live, according to the doctors, because of the disease that he has. And I was like, man, I said, we're going to be praying for him. I'm going to tell you what. And I, was, and I gave him a card. I said, man, if you guys, you know, if you're here, you guys want to be encouraged, or something we can do during the time. Um, let us know. And you know what he asked me? He said, that's great. Do you preach the Bible? See, I wasn't kidding when I said that. I said, Absolutely. He says, well, I appreciate that. You know, to me, sometimes it's that's real foreign to hear that. But see, that guy had been around the block. And he knows everybody that says they're a believer are not lining up with this. Okay? So we want to make sure. Like when people come here to visit and they're looking for a church. This is what I always tell them. I said, man, I hope you enjoyed yourself here. You're always welcome here. But you know what? Wherever you go, make sure you're using the word of God. Wherever you go. It's not my job or our job to grow the church. God's going to grow the church. We just want to be open and love you where you're at. But I tell you what, in those times, going back to what I said, we think we have all the time left in the world. I mean, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. We don't know what's going to happen when we leave here. So that's why I always, you know, plea, man, come back to God. Let's, let's, let's get this thing right. You know, that's how we start this thing out. Hey, it's all about him and coming back to what God has for us, right? I put all my notes over here. I said, there's no guarantee. Each day is a gift, but we need to commit to Christ. Live a life that reflects him well. Because we just don't know. Sometimes it's one phone call that can just turn your world upside down. Sometimes it's just one report from the doctor that can turn your world upside down. But I want to tell you, just because you put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ and we're believers, that does not mean that we never have any problems. But i want to tell you what, you don't go through it alone, amen? And God will hold you, put people in your life, and your church family is very important during this time. And so I want to thank you guys when I went through a few things uh, a few weeks ago with my leg. You guys, man, were a mirror of Christ, man. Phone calls and this and food and this and that. All these things. You know, you don't think it means much to get a little card or a little call or just say, man, I was thinking about Let me tell you, I think that's part of the healing process. Because when you see people investing back in your life, I see God in their life. Amen? Does that make sense? When I see people investing in others' lives, you see God in their life. Amen? But you know what? So many times, we're just not committed. You know, we're just not committed. We're like, well, I mean, I went last week to church or I did this or whatever. You know, sometimes we're more committed to, to, to things on the football field or, or the basketball team than we are that of Christ. And what happens is the enemy will just lull you into that complacency. He'll just, he'll just take you right on down the road. he just say, don't give him a ride because he'll want to drive, right? Don't give the devil a ride, he'll want to drive. So I'm sitting there thinking about that all the time. But you know, when I go back, I cannot shake this about meeting that young man and going through it. I thought, man, he's in a fight for his life. He's in a fight for his life, and you know what? That's physically. But so many people don't even realize that they're in a fight for their life spiritually. They don't even know it because we know what the Bible says. Apart from Christ, there's no heaven. There's a place called hell. I tell you, every time I talk about hell, I'm not trying to scare you. I'm trying to prepare you. You know, and it's good to have all the information. Right? And the information is this. John 14, 6 says this. Jesus says, I'm the way, the truth, and life. No one comes to the Father but by me. So we need to make sure each time that we're sharing our faith and stuff, that we're pointing back to Jesus, that we're pointing back to Jesus. Amen? So this is what I want to show you. Every day, not just some days, we're about God's business. Amen? Everybody doing good? Say amen. Picking up speeds. Picking up speed. speed. That's where we wanted to get, right? Yeah, good. Let's take a look at this. I wrote down here, it says, whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus Christ. Do you ever think about that? Do you ever think that, man, I am a representative of the Lord Jesus Christ? And then 2 Corinthians 5.20, that's your word anchor, right? So what was he preaching on? He was preaching on this right here, right? So we are Christ's ambassadors. An ambassador of a country is one that represents the whole country, right? We're representing Jesus, all right? God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. Now, I was thinking about that more and more, I was like, man, God has more confidence in us sometimes than we have in him. You ever thought about that? Now, that's a pretty big statement, but think about it. God has more confidence in me and you than we do in him. Because look at this. This is what God's word says, right? He says, God is making his appeal through us. He chose to use us to tell others about his son. Man, that's, that's pretty important stuff, isn't it? But you know what? He's given us the witness of the Holy Spirit. He's given us opportunity. He's given us boldness and zeal, right? But we need to apply that. But well, what happens so many times, we put our schedule and our times and our needs above this. So today is a little calibration thing, a little course correction. Last week, like I said, we were talking about just don't forget. So, you know, that was real nice. But now I'm, I'm, I'm cranking it up. It's all building to be all that we can be for Christ. Amen? So think about that. I, I love that. When we come back, we speak for Christ when we plead. Come back to God. It didn't say hogtie them. It didn't say twist their arm till they say Jesus, right? We say, hey, man, come on back to God. It's about restoration. See, that's what the church should be. A lot of times we think, well, man, you know, I did this, that, and other things, so I can't go to church. That's a lie. That's where you need to be. That's where we need to be. Because first thing that happens, does this ever happen, y'all? We pull some stunt or whatever, and we go, man, I don't want to go to church today. I just feel feel bad. And then the next week goes by, no, I don't want to go by, right? So what the enemy wants to do is separate you from your brothers and sisters in the Lord that can encourage you and lift you up and keep you away from the word, the sword of God. So you're over there feeling all beat down like this. I'll encourage you. If that happens, I got a place for you to go in the Bible. All right. Romans chapter eight. I love that. Therefore, there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ. He took care of all of it. See, that's why I get excited. I say, man, you know, you you fall down, you knock down, you pronounce words wrong, whatever, fill in the blank. And I go, man, Lord, help me. Let's get this thing straight and keep rolling. Because I know it's more important to point them back to Christ than anything I'm doing. It's not about me. It's not about me. It's about him. And so you know what? When I come to that point and I get to the end of myself, I start seeing more in Jesus coming out. That's what they need. That's what I need. So I want to encourage us to keep calling them on back, right? Good deal. Well, you know what? We need to bring honor to Christ in every aspect of our life. Now, we might be sitting there and go, man, you know, did this, did that, and all this. This is not about what you did. It's about what Christ has done. I want you to hear that. It's about what Christ has done. Grab hold of that. This is an uplifting message, man. But we want to be, uh, in every aspect of our life, represent Christ. I mentioned this the other day, and and not because it's my boy or anything else, but, but somebody asked Jesse on the football field. They said, you're going to be a pre- preacher like your dad? I don't know why you'd ask that on a football field, but I, that's okay because God's working. I kept saying, God's going to use you some on this football. It's not even about football. He's going to use you. Okay. And he said, are you going to be a preacher like your dad when you get older? He says, I don't know if I'll be a preacher or not, but I will serve the Lord. Wow. Wow. You know, and I appreciate that. You think, man, are they listening? Are they listening? For the guy to write me a, 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 something on my Facebook blog, I go, man, I ain't never had a kid to say that in my life. I'm not lifting up just. I'm just saying. You know what? It sure is nice when somebody's standing up for Christ, whether it's a youngster, whether whoever it is. But you know what? I thought, man, I want to represent Christ like that. When somebody asks me, I want to say, you know, yeah, I missed the mark sometime, But I'm gonna tell you what. I'm gonna keep pushing into Jesus. I'm gonna keep pointing to Jesus. I'm gonna keep saying, you know what? Plead with them to come back to Jesus. Sometimes we need to tell that to ourselves. Man, I just need to get back in the groove with Jesus. Amen. Because His arms know no distance to reach out to His kids. Isn't that great? Come on back to me. Come on back to me. We want to honor him, right? Well, check this out. What impression do we have of Christ when, when someone meets you? I don't know if I wrote that right. But anyway, when somebody meets you, how well do we represent Jesus? And I thought about this. I heard a story, and I said, I'm, I'm going to let you all in on this. You might have heard this story before. But there was a young police officer pulled on the side of the road watching cars go by. And uh, this car comes by. Got the Jesus stickers all on the back, man, and the Christian Fish, fish logo. And, man, this lady's like ooh, going, beeping the horn and waving to people with one finger and pointing at them and everything else. And, man, just knocking people out of the road. And the cop's going, what is going on? You know, he's riding up behind him and he goes, man, let me stop this car. What's going on? He tries to ask the lady, hey, what's going on? She's cussing, fussing, everything else. So he grabs the woman and says, hey, look, i got to take you downtown. And they finally get her to calm down. And, and she goes, why did you arrest me? He said, man, when I saw the Christian bumper sticker on the back, and uh, I love Jesus, and follow me to church, and, and the little Christian fish thing, surely I thought that your car was stolen. Amen? Does that, you know, think about that. He said, man, I thought your car was stolen. Surely that couldn't be a Christian's car. You know, that's pretty crazy. It's, it's, it's a funny little story, but there's a lot of truth to that, isn't it? You know? Got the shirt, got the thing. That's what I was talking about, too. We, the necklace and all these different things. And that's great, you know? But you know what? Think about that. I've had people just cuss me out with a nice crucifix. on. <laughs> I said, I, and I tell them, something, "I said, what's that all about?" I love doing this when I go through the, through the line at the store. People hate getting behind me in the store, and I go out and talking to them about Jesus and stuff. And especially, I say, "Hey, I like that necklace." They go, "Oh, really? You like that?" I go, "Yeah." I said, "What? what tell me about it." Oh, my boyfriend gave it to me. This or that, and everything. Especially if it's a cross. And I go, well, "What's that mean to you?" And they go, "What?" And the whole line just, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just stop like the pink, pink. I said, what does that mean to you? Uh, you know, they don't even know what it represents. Man, it represents a living God. See, He's still not there. He's not on the cross. He died for our sin, and He raised again. He rose again on the third day. And because of that, we have life in Him. See, that's what I'm listening to. But see, somebody that's, that's walking with the Lord, they say, Oh, baby, how much time do you got? Man, I'm going to tell me more. Say, said, Man, God's done everything for me. Let me tell you what God's done to me. And you know what's good? As everybody's there, they're hearing the testimony. I am going, that good. They're going, my ice cream's melting. I said, it's all right.
1: God can work that out. You know what I
0: mean? But every opportunity and every day, whether you're in line, whether you're in, in your own business, whatever you're doing, wherever we're at helping people, we can be used in a mighty way. All right? Let's take a look at this. What changes would you make in your life in order to honor Christ? Who You know what? That's not for me to say. That's not for somebody else to say. That's for us to, to get before the Lord and say, Lord what is it that you want me to adjust in my life so that it honors you? And he'll tell you. But will we be quick to, to turn from that and turn back to God? So this is what I'm looking at here. Man, you know, we pray about it and let the Lord reveal it to us. And I'm not saying clean yourself up. This is what I'm not saying. Clean yourself up to get to God. That is not what I'm saying. I'm saying that God has already done that, right? And when we miss mark, we just come back to him and say, Lord, receive me right where I'm at. He says, I got it. Forgive me of making a bad decision. For, forgive me from this outburst. Whatever it is, God says, come on back. You think about it with your kids. You don't, they mess up one time. You go, okay, that's it. You're out the wheel. I don't want you coming back. You say, come on, man. Look, let's get back in the game. Let's get back in the game. You don't bring it up every time, do you? You remember when you was in third grade, he's 25 years old. Remember that time you did, I told you to put your bicycle up before the sun went down You bring that up. It's, done. Because you know what? Even in our life, you see how love forgives. You think about the love of God that he has for us. You think about the cross. That's the ultimate expression of love. Amen. Sending his son as a perfect sacrifice so that our sin debt would be paid in full because we couldn't afford it. Nobody can afford it. It took the perfect sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Amen. So what changes do we want to do to honor God? I don't know, but you know Let's ask him. And you know what? God will help us. Because it's not about us getting good enough. It's us coming to God in His righteousness, right? And His, His justice coming through and cleansing our life. I love that. The Bible talks about that our sin is separated as far as the east is from the west. I make you new again. I wash you so you're just like white as snow. Man, that's exciting. And see, that doesn't just happen on a Sunday. It happens every time. You just call on the name of the Lord. All it takes is one time to call on the name of the Lord for Him to put you in the the right place, meaning in the family. He's the right at it, right inside of God, right? Interceding on us. He says, you know what? You're mine. And then we walk it from there, amen? I want you guys to hear that. All right, well, i tell you what, this is where I really wanted to get to because you know what? This is not on your sheets. But as I was spending some time with the Lord, uh, he got to this. You know, we talked about Sunday and we talked about Sundays and we talked about God using us every day. But I want you to hear this. You know, here's coming one day, right? Maybe it's today. There's one day that, you know what, we need to come to a point of decision. Am I going to receive the forgiveness of Jesus Christ or not? I had a buddy of mine that he he went to a bunch of churches and everything else, and he was trying to study this and study this, and he became a pastor and helped me with a lot of stuff. And he said, this old man I sat down with, he said, son, it comes down to this. Are you going to receive what Jesus Christ did for you on the cross or not? He goes, He was trying to find God uh, in all the textbooks out there instead of his living word, right? But it came down to this. Are you going to receive what Christ did for you or not? And so as we we talk about today, if you've never put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, today's the day. That might just be that day. But you know what we do? You can fill in the blank, man. I've talked to a lot of people over the last 14, 15 years since I gave my life to the Lord. And it's like this, you know, it's like maybe tomorrow. Maybe next week, you know, maybe when I'm older, young folks say, well, maybe when I'm older, I had a guy one time I was a witness to, he said, Mr. Buddy, that's really cool and everything. And he says, you know, but I'm just not ready yet. I said, okay, I wasn't doing anything other than just sharing with him. And he says, you know, maybe when I'm older, that's something I might want to do. And you all heard me say this before. I said, you ever read a newspaper, dude? They go, yeah. I said, there's a lot of young folks die too. You know, there's a lot of young folks leaving here, and that's unfortunate. But you know what? If we die without Christ, there's only one place for us. It's a place called hell. Because what we've done is rejected the only way out of hell, rejecting the Son Jesus Christ. Amen. So I want to make sure that we're clear on that. All right. So we say, oh, you know what? A lot of times we're getting back in the group. We say, man, after this next project, after I make this next next number of dollars, after we get the done, after we get that done, Whatever. it's always, man, it, it, have you ever noticed how easy it is to stiff-arm God? We don't think about it. It's like, well, that's what we do. It's like no, nah, I'm not going to go this week. I'm not, uh, you know, this, this, this. And what happens is, we push the blessing of God away. And I'm just saying, after talking to folks and, and getting calls and, and hospital visits, man, we don't know. So I'm pleading, come back to God. I'm saying, hey, man, today is your day. And you know what? It should be a celebration. It's not all beat down. It's like, man, you know what? God did that for me. I want to receive that. So that's what I'm talking about right here, right today. Today might be that minute and today might be that hour. We don't know, but whatever it is, make it count. You know, I I tell you what, man, when when I saw that fellow struggling, I said, man, I'm going to make every minute of my day count. When my dad passed away, y'all know, I told you before, I found a book that he had wrote and he said, buddy, look inside. And he had wrote everything that he had did in his life. It was so cool about where he went, what he had done, what he had saw. And I go, man, that's powerful. He lives a life, and I think about the life that God gives us here. But I also think about the life that God has bought for us there. But you know what? I can make decisions here that impact the decision there. And the first decision you make here is receiving the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So, I pray for you here today. You hear that God is not just for Sundays. He's not just some days. He's for every day. And I pray that that every day is your one day here. I don't think I can say that twice, but you know what I'm talking about. It's about today. And you know what? So many times, you say, man, you get excited about it. Yeah, because there's an urgency, because I don't want anybody to leave without knowing what God's done for them. Amen. So, today, I just pray that as we look at God's word that we really think about every day, Jesus. We'll read this again. Our last scripture uh, is is very similar to what we had up there, the same slide, excuse me. And it says Colossians 3.17 is worth repeating. This is your takeaway today, okay? And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus. Giving thanks to God the Father through Him. Well, you know what? I'm going to ask you to close your eyes and open your hearts to what I've got to tell you right here and now. And I'm going to pray for you if you're here today and you're not sure 110% that uh, if you die today you'd go to heaven I want you to listen very clearly the Bible says that it's about Jesus it's about his sacrifice right he says if you put your faith and trust in me and call upon my name you will be saved there's no other name there's no other route to get there. It's Jesus. So if you're here today and you've never done that, I just want you to look up here. I want to pray for you, okay? And this is this is how you know for sure. It says, you say, Lord, come into my life and forgive me of my sin. And today, Lord, I'm going to walk this out with you. Forgive me. And God says, you know what? I forgive you. You are forgiven. Your sin debt is paid in full. Today, you're a child of God. Amen? That's something to celebrate. And I always say this. You know what? A lot of times we, we, we talk about this different ways. Maybe raise your hand, look up here, whatever it is. But if that's your prayer today, and you pray, grab it for you. They say, you know what, buddy? I prayed that prayer today. I thank you for sharing that with me. And I want to come alongside you and just say, hey, man, that's great. Hey, sister, that's great. Because you know what? That's what God has done for you. That's why we do what we do. Amen? So with that being said, I hope today is your one day. No more putting it off today. Receive the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, come into my life. Forgive me of my sin. I put in my faith and trust in the finish of the cross. Amen. Also, today sometimes we feel like, man, you know, that just really hit me between the eyes. You know, I'm that Sunday person. I'm that Sunday person. I want to be that everyday person living for the Lord. You know what I pray for each and every one of us. Every day, God, give us the strength and the forgiveness. God, give us the grace and the mercy. And Lord, give us our eyes to see like you see people. And that's my prayer for us today. Every day, man, that God reveals a little bit more of himself to each one of us. In Jesus' mighty name. Give the Lord a hand clap.